This is the viewpoint, a program where logical issues and trending matters are critically discussed without any filter. On this program, we discuss and analyze topics ranging from politics, entertainment, sports, relationships, and lots more. Oh wow! You won't like to miss out on this. So, make it a date with us as Yomi, Lekon, Deji, and Josh bring you exciting, insightful, and uncensored conversations. For comments and contributions, kindly reach out to us on our Twitter handle at The Viewpointing. The Viewpoint, where real issues are discussed. Hello folks, welcome to another brand new episode of The Viewpoint. And uh, today's episode promises to be very insightful and very interesting uh as your host um, i remain your host yomi francis and uh unavoidably uh joshua alekon are absent but uh dg is right dg say hi to our audience yeah good evening guys um nice being with you once again all right and you heard when I introduced uh, during the introduction, I said um, today's episode is going to be very interesting, and that's because we have an interesting guest in the studio with us. Uh, joining me on today's uh, episode of the viewpoint is Ayola Efunkoya. Ayola, welcome to the program. Thank you very much, Yami. Thank you very much, Deji. It's a very great honor to be with you today. Okay, good. So, for starters, for people who don't know who are your life and where is, uh, I will allow him introduce himself, a brief introduction, so to uh, kind of give a background to the kind of discussion we are about to have. So go ahead, Iwa. Okay, so my name is Ayala Funkoya, like you rightly said, and. I'm a journalist. I also serve as an accessible technology um, instructor and um, writer. I work in other capacities. Currently, I'm the secretary of the Nigeria Association of the Blind, Lagos Chapter. I'm the national youth leader of the same association. And of course, I love to play, I love to have fun, I love to do things. I enjoy reading, listening to music, meeting and interacting with people. Mm. Mm. Wow. Quite an interesting um, introduction right there. And um, during your introduction, you made mention of you currently serving as secretary of the uh, of the uh, Nigerian Association of the Blind Lagos State Chapter, and you double as the national youth leader of the same association. First, how tasking has this been combining two positions in the same association? Well, for me, it's been very it's a it's been a very tasking combination, but you know. 
people differ. For some, it will not be as tasking. It's a very tasking combination. Those are two crucial roles within the association. And both of them demand a lot of your time, knowledge, experience, and other skills. Coupled with the fact that you have to combine this with other personal and professional engagements, it's a huge task. Mm. All right, so uh, from what you've said, you became the state secretary of the association in 2016, which means uh, by now you should have uh, been rounding up with your tenure. Serving in that capacity has been uh, uh, your experience. Well, to put it plainly, I should have actually left that position. I should have finished serving that pos in that position because we were elected on the 1st of October 2016. By which case, it means that if we were to do follow the four-year rule, we should have gone in for another election on the 1st of October 2020. Unfortunately, COVID struck, the lockdowns came, and so the elections had to be postponed. The constitution of the association allows postponement for up to two months, uh, in which case it, it recognizes that there could be emergencies, natural and uh, natural disasters and other problems that could necessitate a postponement. And so um, that's where we are right now. Wow, um, that's very nice. And um, are you looking forward to retaining this position? No, I am not. You have, uh, no, I am not. I have come to the, I think sometimes life has a way of blessing you with experience by being in a, in a particular position at a given time or a particular place at a given time. Having served as secretary and national youth leader, uh, I have come to the point of view that if this association deserves the best, it must discourage a situation where it must discourage the situation where an right. individual or group of individuals hold multiple positions at once. Now, this is my own call. This is my own position. It's not a constitutional provision yet, and so I cannot force it on others. I can only, I mean, if I'm approached by any individual, I can only encourage them. So personally, I won't be taking up any position, either as the national, either as the Lagos State Secretary or any position in a Lagos State um, Association. However, if I was to take up a position, because maybe because I have other reasons to do so, then um, I will personally, by my own personal standards that I've set for myself, going forward, I'll resign the national position and focus on Lagos. Mm. And I haven't served as uh, the outgoing secretary I mean, there are a few positions in when, uh, when it comes to hierarchy that are bigger than that of secretary. So which one would you have loved to uh, aspire for if you were to be aspiring? Well, you know, funny enough, when elections are coming, when elections are coming, people with different interests will approach you for different reasons. Uh, 
I was approached by a number of people uh, and we had discussed or let me put it to you, I was approached by a number of people who had said it would be good if you are our next chairman or our next vice. In fact, I've also been approached by someone who said, but you can also retain the position of the secretary. And after all, I've only done a term of four years as secretary. Mission allows me to go in for another term of four years if I choose to. But you see, sometimes you need to look at the bigger picture. In the build up to these elections, because ordinarily the election should have come up in October, you know, I had to do some inner um, inner um, introspection, as you would put it, and I came to a conclusion that. Um, I'm better off serving the association and the association will enjoy having me hold one position at a time so that I can give the best, number one. Number two, uh, in the course of time, I read a book and, you know, I told you earlier I love to read. And the author talked about uh, the most important question anybody should ask themselves when they find themselves in a situation of a dilemma. And the question goes thus, what is the wise thing to do? And the author expands it further to say, what is the wise thing to do in the light of my past experience, my current situation, and my future hopes and dreams? I know for a fact, having served in the capacity of the national youth leader and the secretary, that um, I won't be able to give my best going forward. In the current situation, the same thing applies. But in terms of my future hopes and dreams, I know that taking up two or more positions within the association at a time is a way to deviate myself or divert my attention from other things that will help me actualize my future hopes and dreams. So it is unwise for me to take up and that position in the next coming election. But remember, this is where I stand. This is not my, this is not, for somebody else, it may be a different, different perspective. But for me, it's unwise to take up another position come January 9th when the elections take place. All right, now that we have moved and we've started talking about elections, let's talk about. Uh, some controversies that have been trailing uh, this election even before it is held. First, you, we've established the fact that you are, you, you, you are serving or you've almost rounded up as the outgoing secretary of this present ESCO. Uh, you being an insider and knowing how things have operated in the last four years, how will you read the tenure of this present ESCO, you, uh, uh, yours inclusive? Well, I don't think I would want to arrogate to myself the powers and uh, responsibility of the members of the association. It's up to them to pass um, on us individually or collectively their vote and their opinion. Uh, 
they could choose to do it individually or collectively. So I wouldn't want to do what the generality of the association of the chapter should be doing. Of course, uh, 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 in when you speak, you speak as Ayola Efunkoya. Of course, you are not speaking for the generality of the members. Yes, I know, but By, then... Yeah. No, go ahead. Whatever, I'm, I'm whatever, I say, whatever I say or don't say could, uh, be, could be misconstrued. However, I would say that just like every, every uh, organization, there are things we've done well at and there are things we can do better at, assuming we were to get the opportunity to do it all over again. I mean, what opportunity are you looking for? You had four years. No, that's what I'm saying, that assuming, but I mean, I'm not even looking for such an opportunity. Now, I don't know about the future, but right now, I'm not looking for such, just like, such an opportunity. So, I can't say I'm not looking for such an opportunity, but I've come to a point in my life where I also learned to say, I don't believe in There's something they say, never say never. So, the future is, is still far off, but in the immediate future, which is January 9, 2021, for the yeah. tenure that run from then to 2025, January, all things will be cool. I am not yeah. going to be a member of the executive, except, of course, because, uh, to the extent that um, the Constitution permits me as a national officer living in Lagos to be a member of the Lagos State Executive. Uh, well, I mean, that's a position that the constitution allows but one of which i'm also increasingly beginning to question hmm. all right uh, uh of recent you've been very very uh, uh, uh critical and a very very outspoken in uh in uh uh, uh calling out your fellow escorts on matters arising. Uh, this uh, 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 recent action of yours has drawn so much uh, 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 attention from members and criticisms from those that you, uh, uh, you were elected alongside in 2016. For a start, why this recent uh, 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 critical uh, side of your life and career coming out now? Well, maybe something happens in life, which is that as you grow older, you get to a point. <coughs> I think there comes a time, there comes a point in, in a person's life when you actually sit down and say to yourself, there is nothing to lose you will speak and uh, get some people offended but um what must be said must be said if you if you regard my recent comments as um, coming rather late in the day it would mean that you've not been following developments in the association i i have always taken some positions are different from the generality and I find ways 
to express them. I mean, if you if you if you were to dig deep and ask people, they will tell you a couple of such in the past. I've also, in my position as the secretary, some often voiced my um, my opinion, even if it's contrary, within the executive on issues as they arise. Nonetheless, um, my desire is also to say to our members. You are stakeholders in this association. While I'm not inciting you to be violent, disrespectful, or anything, but you cannot continue to sit on the fence. Let me give you an example. Some years ago, there was the general meeting of the association that held at the secretariat in Nigeria. Then we hadn't started moving our meetings around. And you know, they were talking about UTME. And the people who were talking are people who are working and uh, adults. In all sincerity, they mean well for the land community with respect to UTM. But I was baffled that the University of Lagos students who were there sat down and kept quiet. And, you know, later when I engaged them, I heard things like, ah, we can't talk, oh. If we talk now, they will say we are rude. If we talk now, they will say we are this. And I'm like, you can't, you can't just be doing that. Even though these people who are on this issue mean well, they sometimes may not have the experience that you, who, who wrote your exams recently, had. So if you don't speak up and you go into your small closets and your small groups and you begin to murmur, Rumble to yourself. You're not doing the association is a good thing. You are doing it a disservice in the long run. And so I felt that sometimes you need someone needs to get people speaking, get people to say, you may not necessarily know everything about the workings of the association, but the first point, the first, the first um, area, or the, or the first place you, the first way to equip yourself in any thing in life is to seek knowledge thankfully the constitution is there the letter of materials online you can look at organizations with similar structures you can look at what the nigerian law says on these issues and comment and comment politely so i don't i, I just didn't believe keeping quiet was the way to go hmm. and um one of the things you've been overly critical about is uh, the, the panel, the electoral panel. You've been very vociferous about uh, why they should not be part of that panel. At first, it, were, uh, it was you coming out to say that they don't have the powers to conduct the election. Secondly, you came out and you said uh, the constitution of that panel uh, uh, should not does not speak well from the moral ground. Can you expatiate uh, uh, on this for our audience? Okay, I will expatiate, but I also use this opportunity to correct some of the assertions you put forward. First, I did not say they don't have the right to conduct the election because they're not even conducting it. Second they are not the electoral committee and they've not described themselves as such and they've not done so by name 
But they're here with my so issues. Actually, so what should you my First, um, what brought up all of this was that the committee, which is dubbed the planning committee. Okay, let me just take you back a bit so that you understand where we're coming from. Every year, we've always organized the White King, the, the International White King and Safety Day. And uh, in the last one or two years, I think one year, we've, ha- we've added like a state congress to it. That committee has often handled the task of conducting the two together because, of course, they, they usually follow back to back. In the same vein, this year, a committee was set up to plan the White King, the committee. In fact, that committee had been set up since December or sometime last year, 2019. Now, as things would happen, the White King Day took place, but elections <coughs> were postponed. Now, with that postponement, it was decided that that committee should continue to function. But that since two of the members of that committee were now running for elections, they should be replaced. Now, the committee that was replaced, or the the new, maybe I'll call it a sub-new committee because it's not completely new. So the committee, which is still planning the Congress, fixed the fees for the election, for the candidates, or the contestants. And my grounds were this. It is not the committee that should fix those fees, number one. Number two, um, what was it called? That committee, why did they choose to make the fees 5,000 across board? For the information of your listeners, in 2016, I was a member of the planning committee for the elections that took place. Now, with hindsight, I wouldn't serve on that com- such a committee going forward. But then, that was the past. I was a member of that committee. We did not fix the fees. It was the electoral committee, which was announced on the day of the election, that fixed the fees that candidates paid. The argument of the committee is that, yes, we need to announce these fees because people need to be prepared. But the point is, you're coming to contest for an election, you should already know that you're going to pay something, however small or big. Then I also began to question the place of the committee in the sense that what the constitution says is that the state, that's the executive, shall organize, shall plan congress they didn't give them the power to conduct the elections unfortunately the constitution is a bit silent on some of these things it's, it's not very clearly worded but the point is I, I i threw it open i said going forward and i told you just a few minutes ago that even the knowledge of hindsight now i will not serve on such a committee given the opportunity in future here's the thing for as many of us are executive members and who make it to that committee and want to plan the Congress. If we choose to go for another term, we are already interested parties, like it or hate it, but that's just the fact. So how can we, who are interested parties, then begin to plan the program where we'll be elected? 
<laughs> now some people will argue that and some people will argue with you that but the electoral committee is different from the planning committee but here is the thing that such people sometimes either forget to uh, take note of or they just don't want to acknowledge when you plan your planning goes before during and after the program that means you are in touch with the electoral committee love it or hate it where possible you may take some take care of some logistics for them so while lagos might have acted within what the constitution allows it to do i think for ethical uh, correctness and going forward such committees should compose i'm talking about the planning committee now of people who have no direct interest in the events. and this may be something we need to push for the constitutional amendment to incorporate going forward hmm. okay but um the members on this committee will tell you that some of these things you are pushing for obviously there is no express provision for it in the constitution doesn't that empower them to then use their discretion within the purview of common sense to do some of these things and then i will cite an example to them and say that a member a contestant recently posted in the group and said that he has um, knowledge of a situation where a member of the planning committee has been going around to campaign for a particular there, candidate there, there, there is no there, there is no fact to that effect anyone can make any allegation just hold on just hold on and if see my position on that i told the can the contestant that this is the people may do it as it should do but for me on, on moral grounds ethical grounds if i know that i am going to be supporting the candidate i will not serve on that committee you understand well yes the committee members may be working within what the constitution allows them to do but if i were given the opportunity i will look beyond the executive remember that the constitution says the executive or the previous congress may plan the next the forthcoming congress right yeah the committee the executive committee can delegate its responsibility in that regard that is why it comes up with committees and not the entire executive committee do you understand me so they can also delegate that responsibility to another um, group of persons maybe if you look within the association you can actually pick members who are by age experience and exposure more um, have nothing to lose or nothing to gain and so the likelihood of them being having their image tarnished or their activities actions called to question uh are you not pushing it because even if these members these members that are saying uh should be picked everyone has got an allegiance everyone has of got course. to be like in their yes, heart of of that they still, yeah. some of these people will still have people that they want to clinch some of these positions and remember we are first of all humans 
and there is no way you can rule out loyalty sometimes from people. Of course, so you can. Yes, uh, even that your option might not necessarily take care of this uh, 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 gap that you are, uh, that you are pointing out. Let me let me bring you an example from the national national from national scene. Nigeria has an independent national electoral commission. The members, yeah. the men and women who constitute and Nigerians like you and me, right? But once they take up that role, that responsibility, it is assumed and expected that they will be as impartial, unbiased as possible, right? We expect. Are you telling me that we cannot find men and women of character within Lagos who are not current executive members? If that's what you are telling me, then it's unfortunate. It's either we are we are we are put we are, we are, um, downplaying the experience, exposure, and the knowledge of those men and women, wherever they may be or we just haven't acknowledged that they exist. Now, don't get me wrong. The current committee is not... I mean, there are members like you and me. But the point is, so that you give as much as possible a sense of impartiality, you need to begin to look beyond some of these things. Why is a, mem- why is a contestant raising an issue? Oh, anybody can raise an issue. Okay. I mean, when you are when you are going to a contest and you are already G three, you try to make well, uh, look for any uh, any form of excuse. Well, if he is G three, because like I've also decided when he posted his his uh, question on the group, I have decided that I not call anyone and ask them privately. Oh, who did this? Oh, who said that? Oh, how where did you hear it? Because the black community, just like many other human communities, that is making these allegations. It's been two days now since this person made this allegation. This person yes. has failed to mention names. As well, far as I'm concerned. When you when you when you when you want to make allegations, you have to be factual. Well, you know how well, to, I, I think the question he asked was, what was the possibility? Someone to the group and say, someone says. That's my point. Okay, okay. just hold on. This, his question was, what is the proprietary of, of what has happened, right? I don't think he's making a sweeping statement. He's just asking a question that based on what I, whether he heard it or he saw it happen, we, we wouldn't know. I didn't calling to find where it happened who did it i mean those are not my business and i wasn't going to respond to that issue until i saw that he had asked this question three good times and nobody said anything and i believe that what we are well don't forget that i'm a communication graduate and i'm a communications practitioner i know from experience that when you leave a vacuum people will fill it with whatever suits them so if you don't provide timely information as necessary, people will kill it with, the, with whatever suits them. All right. Let's quickly move to a very disturbing matter, which you have also uh, alleged to in the past, doing 
your uh, uh, your I don't want to call it a rant. I think uh, doing your call for people to stand up and be counted. You've had different times in about different uh, 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 I think uh, back during one of your long and lengthy voice notes. You stated that or you make reference to the fact that the outgoing ESCO were more or less uh, just just look kind of ESCO. Apolo apologies for, for the lack of the right word. You made reference to the fact that the past four years have could best be described as a one-man show. Can you elucidate on this? Now you are taking me into um, what some would describe as dangerous territory, and uh, well, I will try my best to. Well, I, well, I, well, I don't think it's dangerous territory. If we're if we're very vociferous about it, in a yes, very in, in a very open, I see no issue. Dangerous territory. It's dangerous territory because it's going to hurt <laughs> egos. But I think we owe this um, chapter the very best of us. I I have served as secretary of this association, and sometimes I will send out minutes. Only one or two people will read it. <laughs> Even among the executives, who say, "What I see any." I just pushed aside and I'm like, wow, this is not where I want to be. I wouldn't want to double going forward. I wouldn't want to double too much to decisions made at the executive level. Yeah, I wouldn't want to double too much into revealing so much about the activities of the executive level. Um, but I will just say a couple of things. Um, for instance, we run an association where I sometimes look for genuinely dissenting voices on issues that relate to the activities of the, of the chapter and they are nowhere to be found, either because they are not willing to speak up or they just don't know any better. I can begin to cite examples. In this executive that is serving out its term, its tenure, and I'm particularly pained about this, so you give me time to dwell on this particular point. Uh, yeah, you, you have to we, we have, NAB has a policy of when you have to respond, you give a percentage to the person who does raise the fund. But I find it awkward that from 10%, we jacked up that percentage to 30. Do you know, see, let me tell you something. I am blessed to have two accountants around me. One has served as an auditor. And some of these things are things that can send you to jail if not well managed. Do you know what it means if you write a proposal for a million naira for a project? And then 30% of that goes to somebody 
who helped to raise the funds. You know, that means one of two, one of at least two things. It's either that you inflated the cost of the project so that you can accommodate the 30% you are going to give out, or you performed the project, executed the project at a lower standard than it should have been. I'll give you a particular example, and that's because I am concerned about this as a communications graduate and a communications practitioner. We, a member of the, of the chapter reached out to us and said, he wants to help us to consult, consult a dairy company. They provided us milk, so milk products. And he got 30% of the same. Now, that no, sent uh, an alarm. I learned he got 20%. He rejected the extra 10 Even if it is 10, 20%, he knows within the profession that it is not, it is not proper. See, he knows within the code of ethics of the profession that it is not a proper conduct. And here you have the same person seeking to be your PRO for the next four years. He's already tainted by that terrible conduct. Been picking beneficiaries of the um, Lagos State Empowerment Program when Ambodi's government was in power and uh, they gave 100,000. Well, except somebody can provide me reasons to the contrary. The question I will ask is the, the majority of beneficiaries, well, yes, they submit the forms, they fill the forms, but we as an executive could have as well within ourselves or an external not necessarily an external committee a committee said okay based on the facts that what people have provided let us pick the beneficiaries the potential beneficiaries of this i can continue to mention more and more i mean we had an empowerment in the last white candy Ask any executive members who care members who care to tell you the truth about how those names came up. So when I talk, I talk with facts. I'm not saying it because it's convenient to say so. There are many more, but I think we should just rest this issue for now. Because you see, we I feel that somebody who is seeking to be your PR or seeking any position should conduct themselves in line with the ethics of their profession and i, I ask people who care to listen to say this person is going to be a pr how many of his publications has he used to promote the chapter which he seeks he now seeks to serve as its pr if you give me the opportunity i mean i can begin to pick members of the uh, people who are vying for positions but i think that i wouldn't want to Dive in, delve into that beyond the communication that I've talked about because it is, it's like, if we don't get it right, I will ask myself that all my years studying communication and practicing it, how come this is what we could get? But if we end up getting that, well, choice uh, of people, and we cannot, with the choice they make. This, uh, this last uh, issue is a very pressing. But I will uh, allow my uh, partner here to ask you a few questions if he has any. 
Mr. Um, I want to, um, no. You said he has served as um, the secretary of um, Nigerian Association for the Blind Lagos chapter since 2016. Um, yes. Can you please tell us what positive impact you think you have had on the association? And then, um, out of the aspiring candidates for this same position, are you endorsing any one of them? And what is the standard they are going to set for the eventual winner? Thank you very much. Okay, so now we'll start from the back <clears throat> and say that I know only one person vying for that position, right? I mean, there may be others, but I know of only one person. And, uh, and uh, at this time that this interview is being conducted, it's only made it Akron that I know of. My endorsing her, I, I've, I've, I've had cause to relate with her, I've seen her uh, disposition, I've seen her, uh, her work and all that, I've seen her passion. Uh, and um, I will say this publicly because it's something I've told her personally. I feel we would be better served if she were our next PRO. But then, that's my <clears throat> that's my own take. It doesn't necessarily have to be what she goes by. That's my deal. In, in terms of my service in this, um, in the last four years, to the glory of God, we've been able to ensure that minutes of meetings are put and get to members on time. Because those are some of the things that the constitution requires of that office. To be able to improve the communication with members, even outside meeting times. And I've also had calls to reach beyond some of my direct roles. We started a project which was to give to compile a registration database of members with their details and all that and uh, assign them membership numbers which can be used to trace them and, uh, and assign them ID cards like you have done in many organizations. That those are areas that can be, that can be improved. I've had cause to work with the PRO of the chat to put in place uh, various social media platforms to um, YouTube, to Instagram, and even to an extent. And just so the WhatsApp group that any Lagos uses now is something I, I encourage its creation when I, as far back as when I was assistant secretary. So if you were to go to the group and check the group info, group information details, you would see that it will tell you created by perhaps my number or my name. So those are some of the issues. There are lots of things we could have done, but uh, with what we've done, I think I stand tall and I'm proud to say that tenure, my tenure as secretary, first with almost a day as my assistant, almost a OPR, and then later as my assistant, we've set a standard which many people after us will seek to to meet up to 
And if they surely do, they better raise the bar higher than we have raised it. Mm. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Deji, yeah. any further question? No, no. All right, uh, I have one last question before we allow you to go. Okay, let me say maybe two. First, you've seen the candidates, at least by now you have the idea of uh, those that will be gunning for the top uh, position and perhaps maybe different positions that you might be interested in. Have you, as uh, an outgoing member and someone who has had an opportunity to relate with some of these people, by now, I think you have someone you feel can do very well if given the opportunity. I don't know if I'm right. Well, I think that um, my own opinion may not necessarily matter because at the end of the day, it's numbers that win elections. But I'll just advise our members to vote with um, a true understanding of certain issues. We are better served if we have an executive committee that is diverse, both in gender, age, experience, and so forth. For instance, if you have it working well, right now our current chairman is a, is male, the vice is female. If you put that to some organizations and you are seeking support or sponsorship or funding, because you have that gender diversity, that gender balance at that level, you may you may earn their support, and so. Uh, if I were to advise, I would advise that we should consider gender balance and general diversity at the level of who becomes the chairperson and the vice. Um, going forward, I also say that many people are constituting themselves into teams or groups of uh, people with related ideas. But here are the things. Um, NAB constitution does not envisage that you run as a team. Yeah, you can if you choose to, but we must not miss the point and be running as teams. And then if unfortunately members of our team don't win, the executive is crippled because the people who are in the executive are not people we were hoping to work with in the first place. So the point is people who are going to take office whether it's your supposed team members or not that win, to come prepared to work with anybody so that we can keep NAB in the rightful place and keep improving the living standard and welfare of blind persons in Lagos. I'm trying to look around for the various positions, really, but you know there are so many that um, I, I wouldn't claim to know them all. I wouldn't claim to know them. But let me also say this, that for people who are going to vote for senatorial coordinators, those positions are just as crucial. 
they they hold the key to having your senatorial district function the way they should and now that we are beginning to have local local government chapters you must also bear in mind that whoever you are going to vote must be someone who can reach to the executive on one hand and reach back to the local government chapters on the other hand for a smooth working relationship and when you're looking at gender and other various forms of diversity please it should be quality not quantitative because we are better served with the qualitative diversity at the end of the day. Mm. Well said. Um, and my last question, I think... Uh, you keep having last question, but ask it. <laughs> no, the, this, uh, uh, this was supposed to be my last, but uh, while answering that question, a question popped up and I feel like you asked. Yeah. Do you actually think that with the present crop of people you are seeing coming out, vying for this position inside of you and knowing fully well the kind of enemy that you hope to act to to have for the members in the future you look at these people and do you does it bring hope does it bring confidence well there are some that inspire hope and confidence and there are some that don't there, there's no there's no need to there's no need to to hide my feelings on that Sometimes I, I hear some people's campaigns and I'm like, what do you know about disability advocacy in the first place? You want to you want to lead a group of persons with disabilities, but you know little or nothing about the the current trends and standards in the advocacy space. You know very little or nothing about how you know the issues in the disability space. You want to continue to approach disability from the same beggarly approach, turning an association into a beggar association, which doesn't portray us well in the long run. I mean, apart from the positions that I, I, I referred to earlier, I'm just as keen on who becomes the youth leader, who becomes the, the women leader. I'm not a woman, but it's a very vital position because a woman with disability in some quarters, they tell you faces what you call double, double jeopardy. She, first of all, is a woman which puts us at a disadvantage. And then she has a disability which further puts us at a disadvantage. So you need a woman who, who is very vast and knows the current trends, the issues about women, and even at the youth leadership level. It's not just about um, um, what position you've held before. Sometimes I, I feel that continuity in some of in, in, in that leadership position may, may, may do us a lot better. Not necessarily because the, the person seeking to continue was the previous executive, which of course gives, gives him experience that some who are seeking the same position don't have, but also because he has demonstrated his ability to reach far and beyond. Like we, we need to run an NAB youth wing especially at the state level, that's able to connect students in secondary, 
and primary schools, universities, and also the core members and those who are fresh graduates. So those are very, very dynamic positions that you must never take for granted. The place of the PRO is just as vital. So, I mean, like I said to you, not many people who are coming forth are giving me reasons to smile. But I, I, I hope the rest of the membership of the association will, will see through the smoke screen and uh, make informed choices when the elections come forth. All right, thank you very much for your time, uh, Mr. Ayolai Funkoya, a journalist and uh, a communication expert. Uh, also, someone who has uh, done so much for disability advocacy, especially here uh, with the chapter here in Lagos. Thank you very much for your time. I know this wasn't easy. We've been on it for more than two weeks now. And uh, thank you very much that you finally make it a date with us on uh, the viewpoint. It's a, a pleasure to finally have you on a fantastic interview. Thank you very much for having us because, uh, and like you rightly said, it's been, we've been at this for about two weeks or more. And that's because these days my schedules have become choked. And that is going to get even more choked in 2021. So when I say that, what is the wise thing to do in the light of my past experience, my current situation, and my future hopes and dreams? I'm sure you can see where I'm coming from and what I'm talking about. I do. And uh, it's also a nice thing that you've been able to look at yourself and look at what you've done and you feel it is the right time to stop. Yes. Uh, not I mean, so many people know it's time to stop. And, uh, sometimes it's one of your vision is when to step aside. facing right here in Africa. People want to cling on to office, want to cling on to power. The best thing to know is to know the right time to stop. In oh, that way, you, you, you can about when the ovation is loudest. For all you can, my stopping now could help me sharpen the saw and come forward in the future and offer a better service But clinging on to the current situation may just not be helpful. But I thank you very much once again for having me and uh, I'm always available for future interviews as the need may arise. Oh, it's our pleasure. So, folks, gone there was uh, Mr. Ayola Fonkoya and um, join us again next time as we bring the candidates closer to you as the election goes ever closer. I remain your host, Yomi Francis. The Giagola has been here tonight and uh, once again we apologize for the unavoidable absence of the rest of the crew see you next time <laughs>